right now, Ezekiel and Daniel and David and Paul and Peter and Jesus, they're up in the balconies of having looking down on you and I and looking at you on stream that are gathering with us for the great Shabbat on stream, and they're going, because it's not been done for, for almost 2,000 years. As a matter of fact, even the Jewish community has forgot about the great Shabbat. Let me just tell you a little bit about the great Shabbat and why this is a miracle. One of the things is, is Paul and the rabbis prophesied that when the Jewish people see the blessing of God on the Gentiles who have come back to the Jewish roots, they're going to come back. Most of the Jewish world, most of the Jewish population in the world, and and once again, I can say this because I'm Jewish, and so I'm not talking about them, I'm talking about us. Most of the Jewish population in the world doesn't serve God. They've been so beat up and so persecuted, and the kind of the straw that broke the camel's back was the Holocaust, where after that, they decided, let's, let's hide being a Jew. Let's hide being a Jew. So we don't get beat up anymore. We don't get killed anymore. And, and the first thing that was taken was the Sabbath. Because that's how back in the days of the Inquisition and everything, they would find, Jews would pretend they're Christians so they wouldn't get murdered and tortured and everything stolen. And so they would pretend they're Christians, but they would keep the Sabbath. And this is how they they caught us. This is how they caught us. But then all of a sudden, here we are, and it's, it's you and I and people all over the world that are starting to embrace the Sabbath again. And to see you come out on what's called the Great Shabbat is prophetic proof that we are close to the coming of the Messiah. We are so close. Do you know, most people don't even know this. Most Jewish people don't even understand what went on on the great Shabbat. The great Shabbat, the great Sabbath, is the Sabbath before Passover. Israel, the Jewish people in Israel or uh, uh, in Jerusalem, would be standing in the street with palm leaves. And they would be waiting for the priests to bring them in the nation Passover lamb. Now, every Jew would try to get their own lamb if they could afford it. They couldn't afford it. They would share. But this Shabbat, this Friday night, was the night that they celebrated before tomorrow they would bring in that Passover lamb. And, of course, that's the day in which Jesus came riding in on the donkey. That was in the day of Jesus, the 10th of Nisan, which is right now. Now, the thing I want you all to remember and the thing that we're starting to understand is by our calendar and our clock, we start our day at midnight. So really, on to, to the world, Saturday doesn't start until midnight, about, about three and a half hours from now. Or four, or, yeah, three and a half hours from now. But in Hebrew, 
the day doesn't start at midnight, but six hours earlier at six o'clock in the evening. Six o'clock tonight, two and a half hours ago, Saturday began. Are you following me? The key to the miracle power of Jesus and the blood that we put on the doorpost of our house, the missing piece, remember the capstone means the missing piece? The missing piece is the Jewish roots because we need to add to our faith their knowledge, right? One of the things that I know is going to happen as this line is being, I wasn't going to talk on this, but as the line was being drawn, that there's going to be more anointing and more power on the church is that we come to the truth, but also we're going to see unification with Jewish people that are going to understand that Jesus is the Messiah, and they're going to, and they're going to come to that by the blessing that's on your life. Now, one of the things that the world has used, and I don't mean to throw you, but one of the things the world has used to say what we believe is a fallacy, but also one of the things that the Jewish people have used to say Jesus can't be the Messiah is our insistence we, we, we just can't get away from it. And, and before I say this, let me say this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But a lot of the times we teach things without thinking it through, and it doesn't make any sense. One of the things that's kept the Jewish people away from Jesus being the Messiah is the teaching that Jesus died on Friday night. Now look at me. It doesn't matter if he died Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It doesn't matter. He is the Messiah, and he rose again on the third day. Can I have an amen? You understand? But by you meeting on Shabbat, this is a miracle understanding. Okay? Remember when they came to Jesus, and they said, What's a sign that you're the Messiah? And Jesus said, Like Jonah... In the belly of a whale, he will be in there how many days? Three days and three nights. Okay, three days and three nights adds up to how many hours? 72. Take Friday night to Sunday morning, and there's no way you can get 72 hours in there. Can't get it in there. And we, and, and listen, I, and it doesn't matter. He is the Messiah. But where we've gotten that is because we understand that when Jesus died on the cross, he took the curses upon himself, and we know that he had to be taken off the cross before what? Before the Sabbath. Okay, and the Sabbath starts at 6 o'clock in the evening. So we automatically, because we've not been taught, we automatically think, well, the Sabbath start 6 o'clock Friday night. And so Jesus died Friday afternoon, and they crucified him. He died at 3, and they buried him at 6, and the Sabbath started. The problem the Jewish people have with that is that on that calendar... The, the Passover lamb, which we know is Jesus, 
wasn't crucified on Friday. Now, the reason why we're confused is we don't understand. Every high holy day in the Word of God is a Sabbath. In other words, Passover is a Sabbath. So Passover being a Sabbath, if it was on Monday, then Monday was a Sabbath. If Passover was on Tuesday, then Tuesday's a Sabbath. If Passover was on Wednesday, Wednesday's a Sabbath. If Passover is on Thursday, Thursday's the Sabbath. So, are you all okay? Do you still have the victory? See, so what's happening is Jewish people all over Dallas are going to hear that New Beginnings had a service on the great Shabbat. They're going to hear about the presence of God that we felt. And they're going to go to their rabbi and go, hey, how come we didn't have a great Shabbat? Right? This is a miracle in happening. Wednesday evening, this Wednesday evening, this coming Wednesday, is the eve of Passover. It is the eve of Passover. Now, am I giving you too much? Because, because the Bible says we're to give them answers. Okay? So if, if in the year that Jesus died, the calendar was exactly as it is tonight. It's exactly. So the 10th of Nisan started two and a half hours ago. So Saturday started two and a half hours ago. That would have been the day that Jesus came riding in on the donkey. Now, you say, Pastor, why are you sharing this? Because we're going to celebrate Good Friday next Friday night. But on the calendar, it doesn't work that way. But it doesn't matter. We're going to celebrate it anyway. Are you following me here? Okay. So Jesus comes riding in. So tonight... All the Jewish people would be celebrating the great Shabbat, Friday night, getting ready to pick their Passover lamb tomorrow. They would bring the Passover lamb and tie it to their bedpost for how many days? Three, four, six, eight. Hey, do I hear nine? Do I hear nine? I got nine. I got nine. Do I have ten? How many days? Four days. Four days. Okay, a lamb would, the Passover, the national Passover lamb would be brought in and they would be put on, and and, and the reason why this is is so important, listen, it doesn't matter when Jesus died, he is the Messiah. But we want to be able to give answer to all those folks that say we're living a fairy tale. Okay, so Jesus would have come right, here they would have been standing on the street, on Saturday, waving the palms, waiting for the lamb. Okay? They were or waiting for a lamb. They see Jesus riding in, and we're going to talk about this on, on Sunday. They see Jesus riding in, and they realize they've been waiting for a lamb, but they see the lamb. But the question is not, is he a lamb? He is. 
The question isn't even, is he the lamb? He is. But the rabbinical question is, has he become your lamb? That's the question. So here comes Jesus riding in on Saturday. He had to be, he had to be checked. He had to be checked as the physical lamb was, was tied to the temple steps. He had to be checked for four days to see if there was any blemish. If you read the scripture, they questioned Jesus. They debated with Jesus for four days and found no fault in him. Because he is the unblemished Passover lamb. Without spot, without blemish. Now here's, here's a thing that, so, so here he comes in on Saturday. So we got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Four days, right? But some people say, well, Saturday doesn't count. So we come riding in on Saturday. So we got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So how do we answer that? The way we answer it is, 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 is in the Bible. It's right there in the Bible. Now we know that Jesus died at the same moment they were crucifying the Passover lamb at the temple. Right? We're all in agreement. Because he is the unblemished Passover lamb. Okay, then how did it work that Jesus said to his disciples, where do you want me to prepare Passover for you? And Jesus ate what we call communion when we drink the cup and the bread. Jesus ate Passover with his disciples. In the time of Jesus, there were two Passovers. There were those who followed the, the, the clock of creation by rabbis from Israel, and there were those who followed the clock from Babylon. Remember, Israel went into Babylonian captivity, and so they celebrated Passover there. Many of them brought their tradition in with them. And so in Jerusalem, at the time of Jesus, there were two different nights that they celebrated Passover. So one night, Jesus celebrated Passover. And then the next night, when a small group celebrated, which was, was, was the, the real clock or the more correct clock, and then the next night, they brought the Passover lamb to the temple. And at the very moment that the priest began to slit the throat of that Passover lamb, Jesus says, Father, into thy hands. I commit my spirit. And he gave up the ghost. So no matter what anybody says, they can try to, they can try to do this, they can try to do that. There is, is without a shadow of a doubt, proven historically, that Jesus Christ is that unblemished Passover lamb who comes to take away the sins of the world forever and ever and ever and ever. Would you give our lamb a clap offering? It's an amazing thing that on the great Shabbat, there's something that happened that God called his children to, to do. How many, how many know that? What's that song? Uh, In your... Easter bonnet with all the frills upon it. 
Remember that song? Do you all remember? I don't know if people still do that, but you dress up your kids, you give them new shoes, right? And they get their new, their, their new, huh? Their Easter outfit. That's Jewish. That's Jewish. On the great Shabbat was a time that people brought in those days, new clothes, new garments, or they brought money so that no one in the congregation tomorrow would be without a new outfit, especially children. So all these things that we have, they are rooted in, in, in the Bible, but we've just never been taught. We've just never been taught. On this night, on this night, tonight, 2,000 years ago, almost 2,000 years exactly, 2,000 years in a couple years, on this night, Jesus was having Shabbat dinner with Lazarus, who was raised from the dead. Jesus came walking out of Jericho that day. If you've been in Jerusalem, Jericho is a short distance from Jerusalem. That day, Jesus walked out of Jericho, and blind Bartimaeus cried out and said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I think it's very profound that a blind man was the first one to see that Jesus was the Messiah. That even a blind man could feel the presence of God. I think what we felt tonight as we came in here and we were worshiping the Lord, I really felt that was the beginning of what Jesus was bringing to the world that day he rode out of Jericho. That night he had dinner with a man who was dead. I was thinking about that as we were worshiping. I was looking at people down here praying. 32 years ago, I was a dead man. There was no hope for me. But the resurrected Jesus came and told the enemy, let him go. But as Jesus was meeting with Lazarus and meeting with Lazarus' sister, he was meeting with a man who before Jesus touched him, had no hope. This year, this year, God is going to bring resurrection power to every area of your life. Somebody say this year. This year, God is going to bring resurrection power to my life. On next Shabbat, next Friday... I'm going to teach a message called Go from the Cross to the Tomb. I'm glad that Jesus died. I'm glad that he died for my sins. But I'm more glad that he got up. And he rose again. How many of you tonight need a miracle? Bartimaeus was sitting there. Here comes Jesus walking by. And Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The people around him said, shut up. Stay seated. Don't bother the rabbi. The enemy doesn't mind you recognizing Jesus. He just doesn't want you to get up and touch him. And God laid this on my heart last night. Jesus didn't go and touch Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus got up and went and touched Jesus. Jesus didn't go and touch the woman with the issue of blood. The woman with the issue of blood got up 
and touch Jesus. This year, the power of his resurrection, the power of his resurrection, not him dying, but him being resurrected from the dead, that power of resurrection is coming on every part of our lives, this church, this ministry, and everybody that's in it. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering. How many times do you think blind Bartimaeus and everybody else sitting there said, God, give me a miracle. God, give me a miracle. God, give me a miracle. Help me, Lord. Father, help me. And here comes Jesus. And he said, who is that? I don't even see him, but I can feel something. And he said, that's Jesus. And he'd heard what Jesus did for others. And so he cried out, Jesus, thou son of David. But the amazing thing is the Bible says Jesus would have passed him by. Here is the power. And he would have passed him by. But Jesus wouldn't let anybody talk him out of it. The devil come to you and say, you know what? Your kids are so gone. Your kids are so far away from the Lord. You know, this happened, that happened. It, it, it's, you know, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen this year. Say this year. In your life, it's going to ha- And don't you let the devil talk you out of it. He'll tell you you're not worthy. He'll tell you you're not good enough. He'll tell you you're not holy enough. You, I, I'll tell you one who's holy enough. It's Jesus. And when he paid that price, he said it was finished. Now, before we see that, I want to tell you one more miracle. Because God will touch not only you here, but God will. How many have children or grandchildren that need the Lord? They need the Lord. God is going to touch them this year. I want your kids saved this year. Are you believing with me? I want your children saved this year. I want a miracle in your finances. This is not a time for you to lose your home. This is a time for you to gain your home. This is your miracle breakthrough. On the great Shabbat, the Lord taught us to come and clothe the children. I believe as we lift up our hands, God is going to clothe you with an anointing. I believe God is going to clothe you with the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit. I believe God is going to clothe you with dreams and visions and wisdom that only comes from God. Say, God, on this great Shabbat, I'm preparing for the Lamb of God to come. And I receive every miracle that he shed his blood for me and my family. This is a miracle of God that you're here tonight. Let's worship him just for a moment.